0: We're going to talk some college football now, and joining us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline is the head coach for the Lobo football team, uh, Coach Danny Gonzalez. First of all, Coach, uh, good to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us as always on Wednesday nights.
1: Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you.
0: You're very welcome. Okay, so you know we always we'll 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 talk about Friday night uh, here in a second, um, but um, you know we. I always have recognized the Air Force as being a a really good offensive football team. They've they've made people look silly for years. Okay, but I didn't realize um, how uh, their defense this year is is really been elite at the national level. So as you were trying to kind of get things figured out offensively, it wasn't uh, the easiest team to face. I guess when you're trying to do all that.
1: No, we had uh, we had opportunities to get off the field on their. Uh Even the first long touchdown run of 65 yards, and then the next drive, uh, we had four third-down opportunities and a fourth-down opportunity that they were able to convert, Um, and they got up 14. Now, we didn't let them score in the second quarter, but we didn't produce anything on offense to get any points. I mean, we could have made it a heck of a football game if we could have got some points in the end zone, but we weren't able to do that. So uh, that's that's the challenge when you're playing against a team that can control the ball like they do. You've got to master them if you're going to give them any points, and we didn't do that.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, again, we're in a situation here where uh, you're going in at half, down uh 14 nothing uh again those are things that are certainly overcomable um but i guess the key was trying to find something that you could do consistency to to get into to really short uh you know fourth down situations on the part of the field where you could have gone for it and make the most of it. it the the field position really caught up with us it seemed
1: oh it did i mean they they were uh even when they punted the ball, they did a nice job of, of getting us 10 back, and then we couldn't sustain drives to to change the field. Uh, when, and when, when they've got that kind of advantage, when the fullback is working and Brad Roberts started working about midway through the – or about the beginning of the third quarter, excuse me, we had a hard time stopping the fullback. And when you have a hard time stopping the fullback, all of those plays work. And so the the way you can beat those guys, and really the, over the, the the last few years when we were at San Diego State, we oftentimes we had to outscore them. I mean, we beat them twenty seven twenty four in the twenty fifteen championship game. Uh, there was a couple of forty to thirties because once they get that guy going, they're hard to stop. So you have to outscore them, and we weren't able to do that.
0: Yeah, and um, you know you're now having a couple opportunities, two more games in the conference. Um, this is uh, area, an area where you're not accustomed to being in, uh, Coach Gonzalez. I mean, you've talked about how you hate to lose more than you like to win and um you know you've been around sports as an athlete and you know a college football player and coached at a variety of different schools like you know it, it, this is un- unusual to be faced with this kind of adversity like is it just something you process yourself uh, are you are you talking to other coaches it is part of the business but um this has been a rough patch you know we all go through them but how are you kind of maintaining your optimism
1: you know, I mean I'm I'm completely optimistic. I mean I if we weren't competitive in games, I mean five of the of the eight that we've lost, we it was a one score game with under seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I mean, we have the ball with an opportunity to score and take the lead. So we're competitive, but we either make silly mistakes that, that cause us football games, dumb mistakes, stupid penalties, uh, or we make critical errors at, at critical times that have cost us football games. So if we can if we can solve some of those uh, we're still on the path now. When we, when we built this thing before, back in uh, when Coach Long was here from 98 on, I mean, the, the beginning was rough. And then we got to a point where we were bowl eligible every year. We were winning six, seven, eight, nine games every year. We went to San Diego State. We were winning 11 games per year. Uh, you get so used to winning, and you, you, you really uh, – I had forgotten how hard it is to go through what we're going through. But when I took this job, I knew it was going to be rough at the beginning. Um, you should see year four and five. You should be competing to be in the top half of the league and compete for championships. And I still think we're on that path. Now I know a two and eight football team does not sound like they're improving, but we're a couple pieces away. I mean, we obviously we need to throw the ball better, and we probably need a couple more D linemen that can change the game. But that's the reason that we made a change of the coordinator. I think we need to go in a little bit different direction to give us a chance to score some points.
0: So you mentioned the record. Um, you know, it was going to be a tough task up there against Air Force um, one of the, the you know the, uh, the 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 top teams and you know you still got two uh, games to go though you know so two and eight uh, can eventually turn out to, to four and eight and that is is like a critical way to end the season and that opportunity is in front of you it starts Friday night uh, at home against San Diego State um, San Diego State has had their rough patches along the way but uh, sure enough they're coming off their uh, their best game of the season season i guess you would have to say against san jose state so uh, in looking at what san diego state did so well against one of the hottest teams in the conference in san jose state what did, what did you see uh watching that film coach
1: well you have to give a ton of credit to jeff horton who they named as the offensive coordinator uh back on october 2nd after their boise loss now jeff horton was the offensive coordinator for coach long for seven of the nine years that he was head coach and I mean, obviously won three championships, and over the last five weeks, they've improved dramatically uh, from a veteran guy who was on staff, and they were able to turn over to him, and and they've done some really dynamic things, and they've gotten better and better every week. Uh, They've won four of the last five, and they should have won five of the last five. They they messed up the end of the game against Fresno State, where they had a 28-17 lead with a minute seven to go, and lose 32-28 because of an onside kick, and then a misplay in the secondary, so They've really turned things around and they're playing at a high level. And I give a lot of that credit to to Coach Horton and what he's been able to do with the offense in the last five weeks.
2: Talking to Lobo football coach Danny Gonzalez here on Team Talk Course. As you mentioned, Lobo's hosting San Diego State for senior night. Friday night, 7.45 kickoff on FS1. So another nationally televised game here for the Lobos. And of course, you know, Coach, over the course of a game, you're going to keep up with the flow and make adjustments as needed. But have there been times this season whether it was air force or or any of these games where you're making adjustments you know, uh, let's just use air force an ex- as an example they have these rushing drives they march down the field they score these touchdowns are you making adjustments based on the fact that you know air force is doing this so we have to try to do something different if that's going to be the case
1: oh uh, it's it's a it's, uh, the game of football is a giant chess match and sometimes it's jimmy and joes and sometimes it's schematics and some of the things that that we have, I mean, we're our depth at the D line spot, uh, and really in the secondary with, I mean, sorry, linebacker with some injuries has really depleted us. Uh, so we did we we did try some different things. I mean, in the second quarter, uh, we made some adjustments that they they really didn't move the ball anymore. The problem is when you've got two hundred pound guys that were throwing up in there, uh, and you don't have two hundred and eighty pound guys that are able to do that stuff inside, uh, it takes a toll on them and I thought towards the middle of the third quarter when they scored their, their touchdown to go 21-0, uh, the things that we were trying to do with our guys, we got a little bit beat up, and it, it started not working as, as much. So some of that comes to depth and, and not being able to, I mean, I, I, I keep saying it like a broken record, and it's really too bad, but not being able to score and stay on the field offensively when Air Force has the ball for 37 minutes you're going to be in a heap load of trouble.
2: Well, on the scoring drive that you guys did have, it results in a field goal, but you get close after a nice long pass play down the sideline. Once you get to that spot, of course, you know, everything tightens up. It's a shorter field. So what did you see on that drive, Coach, where things unfortunately stalled out? You guys kick a field goal there.
1: Well, it was nice to have Jordan Porter back and make a big play. I mean, if Justin puts that ball about five yards longer, he's probably going to walk into the end zone because he had really beaten the defender by about five yards and then had to wait for the football. On the very next play, uh, we threw a little wheel route to Elijah Queen, who had both hands on it, and their corner made a really nice play of being violent through the hands and getting the ball out. Uh, We've got to be able to capitalize when we get a turnover and we have the ball on the 40-yard line going in, uh, and then after we get a big play, we really have to capitalize and put that ball in the end zone because... These field goals, I mean, in a game like that, they're going to kill you. We were down twenty-one zero at that time. We can make it twenty-one seven, and potentially get back in the game if we can get another stop or a turnover on defense. But twenty-one to three, I mean, it, it's just it leaves that hill that much harder
2: to climb. I do want to ask you about San Diego State on Friday night. Certainly, going to be a special night at University Stadium for this group of seniors getting honored on Senior Night. But just big picture, coaching, you've talked, acknowledged over the course of this season, and you know even in you know even last year at times as well that your guys are just trying to get in that right direction to get more of these guys. You know, like Jordan Porter coming in from a Pac-12 school, You're trying to get you know trying to to get a little bit better on the recruiting side of things. What ultimately is it going to take, and and are you on pace with even where you want to be in that regard?
1: Well, I mean, recruiting is is like shaving. If you don't do it every day, you look like a bum. So we're constantly (laughs) talking to kids every single day, uh, making sure that that we have uh, kids that are interested. We're not going to chase kids that we have no chance uh, of getting. Uh, We have to evaluate, and the developing piece is a little bit different because if you get them and they're good after two years, somebody can come in on your campus. And, and steal them, um, but you don't worry about that. you got to find kids that can help you win. The transfer portal market makes it a little bit different. I think J.C. football, junior college football has a little bit different dynamic than it has in the past because you've got a bunch of kids. I mean, half the kids that normally sign Division One scholarships didn't sign last year it was like 48%. So you've got a bunch of kids at junior college that are qualifiers out of high school that have played junior college for one year and they still have three years of eligibility left. So the market has changed a little bit we're going down those paths as we speak and we'll, we'll find some good players that help us get to where we want to get.
2: And Lobo football coach Danny Gonzalez with us here on team talk. It's senior night for the Lobos Friday night, seven forty-five at university stadium against San Diego state. So, you know, coach, you go through this every year with with groups of seniors that that means so much to you and and to this program, but you know just just for this group certainly that they've been through a lot in this growth process with the program as well, but just you know talk a little bit what's been special about this group that that's going to get honored on friday
1: well we've got we've got twelve of them that are going to be honored uh, four of those twelve have the potential to play another year, so eight of them they won't play football anymore after this. I mean, there's a, there's a couple in there that might have a chance to get into free agency, and if they play really well, maybe on some special teams, will have a chance to, to, to find themselves a way into the NFL. Uh, but for the, for the majority of them, this next two games and this one being at University Stadium for the last time, uh, it ought to be really special. And I know the younger guys that are following behind them are going to do everything they can to make sure that they have an enjoyable night on Friday night.
2: And of course you know I, I, it's going to be a special night at University Stadium. It's another opportunity as you like to remind these guys it's another opportunity to to go out and compete, and that is your sole focus on Friday night coach Certainly don't want to take that away, but it's going to be just an electric night of football uh, all around the area. I know this time of year means a lot to you as well uh, playing high school football here. Just you know it's going to be a really uh, just an electric night of football all around town on Friday.
1: Well, we got I mean you got some, some high school football that's getting close to a state championship. Uh, our football game, uh, it's its going to be a little bit chilly. But you know what? That's what November football is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be windy. Uh, I mean, it would be really nice if, if people would come out and support the seniors that they won't get to see play ever again. And, and these guys, once they realize that they're never going to play football again, it, it's something pretty special to them, too. So it'll be fun out there on, on Friday night. Well, I hope you come and join us.
0: We're talking with Lobo head coach Danny Gonzalez. Yeah, Friday night, seven forty-five against uh, a team that's playing very good football in San Diego State, as you heard Coach uh, Gonzalez mention. Okay, so uh, we're going to uh, talk uh, some uh, some gen- general football with you, Coach. Okay, so um, you know there was all kinds of chaos at the end of regulation in that Bills uh, Vikings game, and whether you know the Bills should have gotten a, a safety, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. What I'm going to get into is, like, the real estate uh, around the goal line. I mean, in this case, it was Buffalo trying to come out, you know, but in most cases, it's it's trying to get in, and and it seems like, you know, that it's it's a lot harder nowadays than it was back in the, the old days uh, to, to find one yard uh, when you're there near the goal line. So, so take us in, you're a defensive guy, dude. You, you love this stuff. So, take us into, like, when you guys were practicing in fall camp or whatever about what it's like. Uh, what are you Telling your defensive player about, you know, they, hey, this is a fourth and goal opportunity. They've got the ball at the half yard line. Like, you know, what is the mentality of what goes on before the snap, and what you're trying to convince convey to your guys there, coach?
1: No doubt. I mean, it's it's leverage is the first and most important thing. You've got to stay low when you're down there. Uh it's, it's a very violent and very physical play that a lot of people don't do even in practice because there's so many bodies right there next to each other, falling on each other, taking a chance of, of knees and legs and ankles. But the biggest thing that, that people forget and don't realize in today's game of football, 90% of teams take 90% of their snaps in the shotgun. And then all of a sudden, like the Buffalo Bills did on, on Sunday, you get the quarterback under center where he's not used to taking the quarterback center exchange with bodies right on top of him and all of a sudden mistakes happen. I mean, we're as guilty of it as anybody. I mean, 90% of our snap, our snaps are out of the shotgun. Now, we do a ton of under center stuff every day pre-practice, but when you're on the goal line and you're trying to come out or you're trying to go in and there's 22 bodies right there within three yards of each other, it changes the dynamic and the complexity of it a little bit. So people, people forget that part of the game has changed so much because of the way people are running offense now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you obviously you get your 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 guys that are up front to get leverage, but then at the same time you, you're telling linebackers that you want them flying in there too, right, Coach?
1: No, you want them flying in there. And then a couple of years ago, after the the Reggie Bush the Bush push, uh, they've made it legal for the running <laughs> backs to jam it up in the back of the quarterback and and try and shove him forward. So you got people as as the ball carrier hitting you from both directions. I mean, there's friendly fire trying to knock you into the end zone. There's guys on the other side trying to dive and kamikaze through the, over the, the o lineman, D-linemen. So, I mean, there's there's a whole lot that goes on down there, and it's part of what makes it so fun when, and so hard to score when you get down there.
0: <laughs> no, I, that's one of my pet peeves, dude. You know, like here you are, you're coaching your your players like not to make sure they get like personal fouls, and like the officials, you know, they, they 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 swallow their whistle a lot, like when when guys are trying to get momentum and have like a bunch of dudes pushing them. I mean, there is kind of a fine line with that, isn't there, Coach? I mean, I in my opinion, they need to to blow the whistle earlier because you don't want to get into like a sumo wrestling thing with our six guys can, you know, like a tug of war or some nonsense. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, it is completely different now. They used to blow the, you know, whistle forward momentum. Now they keep it going on and on and on. Sometimes guys squirt out of there and go for long yardage.
1: They they do. And and the crazy part of it, because of instant replay and all the things that happen in the course of a football game, the referees have pretty much been told to swallow their whistles and oftentimes when a guy's getting tackled, the referees will run over there and yell, stop, 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 instead of blowing the whistle, just in case the ball squirts out, they don't say that the, the ball was dead because of the whistle. So I agree with you. It drives me crazy. I, I, I mean, I, I want to speak a whistle on the sideline sometimes and, and help both teams, but yeah. it's the way they do it. and It's what you do.
0: All right, Coach. Well, what you do is uh, coach the Lobo football team in action on Friday night, 745, as you heard, Coach Gonzalez. A little nippy, but just wear a bunch of clothes. It's not going to be windy, and it's big-time college football as San Diego State comes into town playing some good football. All right, later on tonight, because you guys are playing on Friday, Lobo Talk tonight, Salt Yard East on Osuna, Coach. It's going to be on tonight, right?
1: Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have a... Aaron Rodriguez and Isaiah Perez out there uh, as a specialist. I mean, Aaron Rodriguez has been nominated for the Ray Guy Award three times this season. Uh, he's, he's one of the best punters in the country. Uh, they'll be able to talk to him. Uh, Trey Lomax, who played for me at San Diego State, who's one of our graduate assistant young coaches, he'll be there. Uh, Salt Yard East is a fun place. The food is great. There's been great crowds. They'll have football on the TV. So come and join
0: us. Coach, thank you so much for joining us, as you do every week. That's Coach Danny Gonzalez, head coach of the Lobo football team, joining us here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Love talking football outside of just the Lobos with Coach Gonzalez. All right, when we come back, uh, we still haven't done the top five at five. Are you kidding me? Sam Hauser? next with that. I'm Joe O'Neill. He's Sam Hauser, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.